Would you join me in the scripture of the day? Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Let us pray. Holy God, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It's funny when you're a pastor and you do the bulletin on the Sunday afternoon the week before and you think you're going to go a totally different direction and then the week happens and I need to be honest and tell you that on a day when I was all about the world I'm having a struggle because so many of you in the last couple of weeks have come into the building reached out on social media, you've reached out in a text or a phone call, and you're hurting. So many of us are facing so many things. And then I got to thinking what better day to come to the table, because some days it feels like we've got the whole world on our shoulders. And today, when we come to church and we know it's Communion Sunday and we think that we've come here to meet Jesus, it's actually been Jesus who's been here all along, waiting for us to come to him. There was a poll that I came across not too long ago, and it was really simple. It was a national poll. And it asked those who took it, what, what's the number one phrase or word that you really long to hear more often than you do? So three popular responses came up. The first response was those three little words we long to hear, I, thanks, I love you too. I love you. And the second was, you are forgiven. And then you're going to be really surprised at the third most popular phrase we long to hear. Supper is ready. Someone said those words to you long ago, and you'd do anything to hear that voice and to come to that table. Supper is ready. How wonderful it is then on World Communion Sunday, where Christians all over the world are celebrating coming to supper with Jesus, who's made this meal possible. And however you come here today, whatever state you're in, if, if you're in the darkest of all valleys or you're on a high mountaintop of life, know that Christ always is with you. He's always at your side. It's amazing how he knows what we need even before we do. And so what we do here this morning, we come to meet Jesus at a table and we come to find out pretty quickly that just like our stewardship theme, it's Jesus who's all in. Jesus was all in first. 
before we ever had a chance to respond. Maybe we were infants held in our mother or father's arms on the day of our baptism when Jesus, before we could even understand who Jesus was, said, I'm all in. Let this ministry among us begin. At whatever point in life Jesus came into your life, Jesus was all in from the very start. And he's so all in. He was born and he lived and he died and he rose again to show us how all in he really is. And that does mean all of us, even the parts we don't like very much. All of us. And when we come to this table, the Presbyterians tell us and remind us that this table is to remind us of Jesus, who at the night of the Last Supper gathered his disciples around him to be at this table. And it's an amazing thing about Jesus. He could make the most simplest meals become really extraordinary. Whether it was on a beach as he made fish, whether it was on the road, whether he was on a Galilean hillside, right, with only a few loaves and fishes, simple suppers made extraordinary, feeding us mentally, physically, spiritually. And so I always love to remember that night that he invited his best friends, the disciples, to the table. And what's really amazing is he envisioned what this night would look like and I would imagine if we could go back in time, it wouldn't look like it was all that much. Kind of a humble abode, a makeshift room. Now remember, there really wasn't a table with chairs. There were pillows around the table and they would recline on the pillows. And so Jesus set out some of the disciples to go and get the room ready, but it was him who went in first when they came at the appointed time when he told them each that they were all invited. And one by one, he greeted them as a wonderful host. And then when they went to recline on the pillows around the table, all of a sudden the host became the guest and the servant as he got down on his knees with a towel and a basin. And he showed them what it means to love and serve God by loving and serving one another. Imagine, it spoke volumes. So even though we can jump ahead and we know what would happen after that dinner, those disciples didn't know. And I wonder if he wondered how he would possibly prepare them. So he took them away, almost like he tried to do so many times before. And often it wasn't successful. To take them away to a deserted place, he was able to do that and to be with them, to give them more of his love and his teaching, assurance that he would be with them no matter what. How amazing. We say the last supper, and sometimes we immediately jump to his death, but at that last supper, he was really instructing them and all of us on how to live life even in those moments of silence while breaking bread and pouring wine, even in those moments where he prayed over them, in those moments of laughter and conversation 
in that moment where Judas clearly comes forward and on the night he was betrayed, he showed us what it means to be betrayed and to love, and to love even the betrayer, to go to the cross even for the betrayer. Because Jesus included everyone. We're reminded of that every time in the Presbyterian Church we have this table and we say, all may come because Jesus was never excluding anyone to his table. He didn't sit out and say, you can come and you can't. It was his table, not our table, not Rosedale's table, even though it sits in this sanctuary. This is the table of Jesus Christ. And it is far bigger and far wider than right here with us because all around the world, Christians are celebrating this day, this Worldwide Communion Sunday, and remembering too that communion means we're joined with all of those who came before us like Jesus and his disciples, and all of those who are here with us today, and all those who are surely going to come after us, all those little children that we have in our midst who will one day be leading our church, the Christian church, Long before there was ever an inclusivity statement, Jesus lived it. He talked to the wrong kind of people, so the religious leaders said. He hung out with sinners. What wonderful news for all of us, sinners all are we. And how incredible it is that he loves us so much that he gives us a spot at this table where we all can feel that inclusion. I love this chair because it reminds me, and I hope it reminds you, that Jesus is always prepared a place just for you, a seat that only belongs to you. And when you're not in it, you're missed. No one feels it just like your dinner tables at home. We all tend to walk up to the table and we sit in our spot. We even do that at church, right? We have our seat. Jesus has a seat just for you. Because remember, when it comes to you, he's all in. It isn't just a stewardship theme. It doesn't mean that we're just all in. He's all in. When was the last time you heard Jesus say, I love you? He's saying it today, the kind of love that's unconditional. When was the last time you heard the words, you are forgiven? When was the last time you said, I am forgiven? Say it with me. I am forgiven. How wonderful it is that on World Communion Sunday, when we think about the masses of Christians all over the world, Jesus reminds us that just as he preached to crowds, he always spotted the individual in the crowd. And he called them to himself. And he said, supper is ready. 
Jesus is all in. He loves you. He cherishes you. And it's time to answer that call. You know that he was put on trial for two words. Follow me. Amazing. It isn't easy. It isn't easy to follow Jesus. To love everybody. I don't know how many times I've asked that question almost by the week. Do I have to love everybody? Well, Jesus says, I'm just a messenger. Jesus says, yes. So when we come to the table, we need to think about, are there folks that we need to ask for forgiveness? Are there folks who have forgiven us, but we just can't forgive ourselves? Yeah, bring it to the table. Bring your hurts, bring your worries, bring your fears, and Jesus will meet you here. Come to the table, because in this table, you will find life and meaning and purpose as we follow Jesus together. We have a gift for you today. It's the gift of a song. It's a special song, and so I would invite you to do one of two things. I would invite you in your seat in front of God's table to either close your eyes to listen to the words or to look up at the screen. God bless you.